Hey, I'm Joe Pieroli. And I'm Luan Thomas. And we wrote episode 402, First Learn Stand. And you're listening to Cobra Kai Companion. Welcome back to another episode of Cobra Kai Companion, and I am Peter. I am Brianna. And you guys, we got another fantastic interview ahead of us. Uh, joining us, making their triumphant return is Joel Purilli and also Luan Thomas. Hey, gentlemen. Hey, hey guys. Hey, you guys again. Hi, guys. Uh, yeah. We're back. Another season. Yay. Great to be back. Back with another season, and congrats on again. Cobra Kai is back on top where it belongs. It is. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. It only feels right. It's it's weird when this isn't the case. So we're we're happy to to be back to it. Excited well, to be let back. Me, let me kick off with this question. Like, um, you know, we we spoke with you guys before season three, so we haven't asked like what has it been the reception like uh, post Netflix, but but now by season four more people have seen it more celebrities are tweeting about it yeah. how yeah. how does that feel <laughs> surreal i mean to be honest with you it feels surreal um we're it's it's exciting because we we enjoy you know we enjoy the show as fans of it not just working on it but we we just enjoy it so the fact that other people are enjoying it as well is i mean it's all the better that it's everybody's enjoying it so it's it's shocking how many people are enjoying it i guess yeah and and people you respect and actors you love and all that's always a nice yeah. thing and then obviously the emmy nomination this year was like well, yeah. a a huge moment for us and at every level um yeah there's been a, a lot of a lot of those moments and like this past week has been just not stop of just enjoying every second of it so yeah um brianna anything you want to ask before we kind of start getting into it um not really to ask but to to point out that um apparently for season four the fandom got together and we decided to watch what was it 207 million hours of television in the first three days or something whatever whatever it was how it's it's a, a number too big to wrap our heads around it's it's like however many lifetimes of people watching the show right so, uh yeah it's it's totally crazy um and it's the, the conversations too is like the thing that that makes the most real for us and you know we just we we wrapped season five recently and the the amount of people who are recognizing like the cast everywhere we go and it's just yeah. like you really feel like the phenomenon of it um I, more, more than ever i was getting a pretzel like one day and somebody was like my grandmother watches a show with my grandson or with her grandson and i was like wait so i was like this is from like age five or you know eight to like <laughs> 65 70 I, I was just i was blown away i was like oh that's that's impressive that's wow okay People are enjoying this. People are yeah. really into this. This is great. <laughs> no, I can't say like, my uh, 20 month old granddaughter knows Johnny and Daniel on the screen and points at them. She knows them. <laughs> Perfect. So, That's cool. no, nobody's recognizing you guys from 301. Like, hey, aren't you guys? Those you know what? Not so far. <laughs> and actually, while you're on the subject, um, I'm I'm not going to use the word disappointed with you guys, but I'm in season four and you guys haven't spotted me yet as far as I can. Really? Tell. 
Mm-hmm. We were in season three and they didn't spot us. No, I, they were pretty quick. They, they were Wait, pretty they? quick spotting us on season three in the back. Yeah, you're the they're the generic people in the background at the bar. <laughs> oh, we yes. are. Yeah, uh, and, and we we blew Peter's mind so much that we we froze him to death. Completely killed um, him. He's just dead up there in the corner. <laughs> Joe, uh, I haven't spotted you in season four, and I have been looking. <laughs> yeah, so now that now that everybody's looking, um, I'm sure I'll be found soon enough. So the gauntlet has been thrown. I yeah. really hope he comes back because I'm. I mean, I could talk to you two about this episode for <laughs> an hour, but I don't know if he wants me to. Well, I'm I'm dead? I'm sure he doesn't want to miss a second of it, but um, yeah, he's the the challenge is thrown to Peter if he's if he watches this back and re-recording for him to to be the first one to find me in season four. Yeah, oh, oh no. Oh no. We lost it. Well, became the host. That's dangerous. Never let oh no. Oh I, I, mm-hmm. this isn't good. But okay. hey, let's rock with it. What am I oh. supposed to do? Uh, <laughs> uh, text Peter and find out when he's coming back. <laughs> Are you coming back? Um, I mean, so far I can I can handle running a, a show by myself, but it's like interviewing other fans. Okay, he's trying to come back. All right, we'll get him back. Like I can interview Watch Party and I can interview Cobra Kai Kid. <laughs> but yeah. we haven't had the pleasure of of meeting. It's really you guys are our our, our connection to the uh, to the outside world. I'm not even in Instagram, so I'm very like insular with with my stuff. But um, yeah, I I'm on Instagram, but I'm like never on Instagram. If that makes sense, I'm a Twitter person. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not even really all that good at Facebook. I'm kind of none of the above, although just like when a new season comes out, it's hard. Yeah. To just, like and I have so many pictures, like I'm taking pictures every day on set. And it's just like it's weird if I'm just like holding these and no one ever sees them. So well, why is that weird? They're your memories. They are, but it feels like. I don't know. It, it just, they, these, they feel like, okay, I have a, there's just this random great picture of Dimitri or whatever. It's like, yeah. I know so many people would appreciate it. Um, so if you have any requests, Rihanna of behind the scenes photos, I probably, yeah, have. we have, yeah, we have tons, tons. It's funny, <laughs> like the hard part now though, is going through like the, the you know, I photo me like, wait a second, this is season five. We, you know, cause we just shot season, like right. we just shot season five. Right. Like, we Wrapped just got back two weeks like, ago. Yeah. 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 Like two and a half weeks ago, we wrapped. And it's like, so for me, it's like going through the photo and like, wait, wait, wait. No, 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 no. That's not, yeah. that's season five. Or wait, wait. No, this is, you know. I actually got in the habit of like the plane ride back from when we wrap. I uh, use that to like organize all the photos from the season. So I make like a big season four like file or like album oh, wow. or whatever and just like add a bunch of stuff into that um, so that I don't get my wires too crossed. That is so responsible <laughs> of you. I'm trying. Yeah, I, yeah I, sit there, I sit there and drink bourbon on the way back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay. Uh, it is it is hard when like because we always talk to you guys when we're like way ahead of you know like we're the season five's over in our minds is like it's all done like we've seen you know we yeah. we know how how uh, everything goes at, from the end of season four so it's always a strange thing to um you know be going back to talking about things that that for us were like kind of felt like a long time ago and um you know those... right but it's only been I mean it's not it, it it's been what like right at a year you guys yeah. started on the twentieth of January yep wow 
Yeah, it's well, you know, yeah, you know the production yeah. of it too. And like we were writing obviously that's the summer before that. So like you right. know, it, it's it feels like a long process and there's always you're always talking about everything throughout. So um yeah, I mean you you do kind of feel the um I don't know the the progression of it in a in a different way than uh, I guess like the way everyone else experiences it. So <laughs> Right. Um, we can now all see the toilet paper and um, trash bags <laughs> to the side there. <laughs> Peter's just committed. That's that's I kind of I find it actually endearing to see all of it. Right. And now all those questions that I just asked you, we're going to have to ask you again, because I mean, that's I was recording, far. but there was no Peter. So it doesn't oh, no. count. No, Peter, that's OK. Oh, um. Rihanna, would you be able to crop? Because now I'm using my phone because it wasn't strong enough I'm for recording. my computer. Um, I, I'm telling Amy I'm recording. I'm kicking her out of my office. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah. I, oh, my God. That looks like a mug shot, Peter. <laughs> <laughs> I can yes, try to I, bring it closer. I can crop you, but I will tell you right already that the picture of you is way clearer than it was. That's good. But, oh, well, that's good. That is good. So it almost sounds like now that we figured out how to just have you record, maybe I just started using my damn phone. There we go. What on earth are you, are you using federal postal supplies for your own personal edification? Yes. Well, I'm also using the federal building to conduct work, and I've done this up on the clock, so nothing new here. Oh, okay, but that's okay because Seth likes you. Yeah. And this is interesting. This is the most physically demanding episode of the podcast we've ever had. Yes. Well, you know, we're, I'm sorry, guys. Training, right? It's like a training thing right now. So it is. It is. Training montage of getting ready. I like it. <laughs> Oh, you know what? You should totally do that. I should send you this footage. And then there's a training montage of you getting ready. There you go. <laughs> That's a good idea. Better? Uh, yeah, yeah. you still look like you're in a photo lineup, but it's okay. Well, but, but at least it's, uh, you know, it's, it's closer, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and yeah, I, can, I can crop in. I can, because you, you and I will be smaller than these right, guys right. will be. So, yeah, that's cool. Because okay, they're the uh, stars of our show today. So I froze <laughs> uh, where Joe was about to tell Luan that we did kind of catch their appearance on 301 pretty early. Yes. Yeah. But no one has found Joe in season four yet. Not yet. Mm -mm. Mm. And Luan wasn't there that day. I don't know if that helps the clues. Um, but yeah, it's uh, I think you guys will spot me now if you're when on the rewatch when you're when you're looking again. Yeah, I, yeah. I'm definitely going to be looking again. Um, <laughs> I feel like I do a decent job at trying to, you know, spot the people that I recognize. So, oh, man. OK, I know I'm surprised. I'm a little surprised I snuck by you guys, but I'm uh, <laughs> excited now to, to see uh, for the for the hunt. Well, it, I don't I don't start actually looking at the background until like. 10 or 12 times through because that's when you start <laughs> learning you know picking something new yeah. up every time you know mm -hmm. um well you gotta you're probably getting close now brianna i'm sure you you're getting close to the 10th well yeah if you're if well if you're counting just 
402 and just hockey fights. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, do you guys have as much screen time as you did in 301? Or no, no, no. Okay. Uh, it's it's pretty light. There's this one uh, one setup where where you'd see that. So okay, yeah, so uh, moment. And it's not it, the you know despite uh, you know like the the big three you probably saw had their uh, their names on hockey jerseys and we managed that as well. Um, I was not on the ice, although I wanted to be. Uh, I was going to ask if that's if you had your your mask on and that's why we couldn't find you. No, I I, I wanted to be uh, I wanted to be on the rink, but uh, there was a lot of work, <laughs> a lot of work that day. It was actually like we shot the hockey stuff so early in the season um, that. You know, it it was like a lot of the COVID protocols and all that stuff getting figured out, and um, he, like that was a big part of both these these season four and season five, the production of it. So, um, and it was just cold because you're in a rink, and it was it was a cold. It was like January, so yeah, it was cold. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was a little chilly. Um, how big of a bummer was it then to have your episode be the first um, unauthorized leak from the set? How much did you guys freak out when you found out about that? Yeah. Or did you I mean, ever find out? He didn't, didn't, even didn't even know. I didn't even know. I didn't even know about that. I I, I try not to look at the leaks because they infuriate me. So, like, I don't even want to know. It's <laughs> so bad. I would never, ever leak something. So I couldn't imagine anybody ever wanting to ruin something for someone. So I'm like, why would you leak that? Just wait. Right. Yeah, it's interesting. I mean, like, you know, it was a leak, but it felt like, okay, that's, you know, it's a tease and you're getting some things, but um, I don't know. It's that I I was very surprised actually, like for how much we got done in season four um, and how many big moments there were that there really weren't that many giant spoilers that we saw along the way. Um, So it's always like, I mean, when you have somebody, winning a tournament and you have like a musical guest and things like that, like keeping that under wraps, especially when we have 300 plus extras, um, kind of amazing that, that most people didn't know, um, yeah. you know, the, the big thing. So that's always good. But I also saw that like the title of our episode leaked, uh, at some point and it was not the right title. Um, but only because we changed it. <laughs> <laughs> so it leaked with a, like the title, what it originally was, um, and then, and then we like had, it's interesting. We actually, for the title of this episode was like first learn stand in our writer's draft. And then it kind of ended up changing to respect. And then eventually we changed it back. And like, mostly because we made the argument that like first learn stands and they're like teaching each other the basics, you know, of their karate. And then you get to call episode three, uh, then learn to fly where they actually jump off the building and you Johnny's talking about Eagles flying and all that stuff. So it just always felt perfect to us. Yeah, I agree. I think that's, I think that's, synergy beautiful synergy there yeah I, I really think so so um yeah wait unfortunately my notes are not ready now that i have to use my phone instead of my <laughs> computer so um obviously you guys introduce a new character kenny Payne. there's definitely some some things there major pain you know we'll yeah. talk about some of these easter eggs but um who's a fan of kenny the jet there me yeah that's a i had wondered yeah, a little thing that we were like, let's. We were worried, like, can we put that in? Will we get? Will we get flags? Like, let's just try it, and it just get cleared, and you know, great. You know? Yeah, I mean, and Kenny, like, what helped us too is like Kenny is as a fighter, like what you learn about him and what Robbie kind of starts to unlock with him is like his speed. 
you know, mm-hmm. use it to run at somebody. And that's the thing that Kenny has a leg up on uh, a lot of other characters. So, um, yeah, that's uh, we a lot of little winks and things in this episode. And, um, you know, Kenny was a character we knew was coming for a while that like we knew this was going to be kind of a big responsibility to it's not it's always a big deal when you're introducing a new character, but uh, doubly so when you're kind of introducing a new world too, like this middle school world with Anthony LaRusso, it's like you're kind of reintroducing him in some ways. So mm-hmm. we, we felt a lot um, on our shoulders to get that stuff right. And we really like dug in to, you know, wanting the audience to feel like you're with Kenny and his experience and seeing things we haven't seen before. I mean, the episode starts in a video game world, right? So, you know, there's there's things like that that, um, you know, we, we knew would help us because, like, the truth is, you know, when you're doing something like that, you know, it's time you're spending with a new character that you aren't spending with other characters that, um, you know, you have to really make sure that that's worthwhile and you have to really care about the, the character. And and we did, and we love the character. And then oh, when you cast yeah. this kid, Dallas, yeah. who's just incredible, like, um, it all just, it all just comes together. So. And we put the, you know, and putting him on the school bus, like nothing good happens in junior high on the school bus. You know, like there's, we all have awful memories of being on that yellow bus. And it's just like, oh, now we got to put this poor, I mean, and Dallas is such a sweet kid and such a great kid. It's like, sorry, dude, milk's going to hit you. And that, and I, I think that was one take that the milk hit him. And I think it was. Yeah, I actually remember um, that? like we, the biggest the biggest cheer maybe for me from the season was when that milk like landed <laughs> kind of perfectly and like hit the seat and then kind of spilled on him because yeah. it was like at the end of the day and we were losing light and we weren't gonna be able to keep doing it. And it kept like, you're kind of relying on like a throw to get to the right place where he's kind of throwing like a little blind and it's, you have to reset it and like clean up the milk every take. So <laughs> this milk, like hitting this poor sweet kid, I was like, yeah, got it like uh, it's like it was one of his first days on set and we were like, and he was just totally game for it and i was like hey yeah uh, yeah he's he is he's amazing um so you guys like you started you know the the whole new life and plot line and everything for kenny but you really have started to give anthony a life of his own in this universe yeah Um, what kind of notes did you have going into, okay, he's going to be a dick, just douche him up and have fun or. No, I mean, it, I I feel like we maybe started in that place a little bit. Luan, if you remember that, like we started there, but we didn't want to make, like, it was almost like it was that kid that's, you know, you're in, you're in that space in school in junior high and you like, you know, you're finding your way through and you're going through these clicks and all of a sudden you're with these friends before you realize that you're friends are assholes and it's like oh my god here's this moment where i'm in the bad group and i don't even i'm too far into the bad group now it's like you know as a kid like what do you do what do you do in that moment yeah and i think you know we it's hard because like we the the more we do one job well the the harder it makes the other jobs like you you're really feeling for kenny and you're really like in his shoes as an underdog then you're kind of not liking anthony because he's on the other side of that and if you're are liking Anthony, then maybe you're not as concerned about like Kenny's plight. So you have to kind of thread the needle on those. And, you know, the, the character of Zach and, you know, having Marcus and Slade and the other kids sort of help some of that. But it's more about like it, it just felt like a different way to show the, the bullying, you know, that we hadn't really done before, which is to feel like the peer pressure from a group and like be in that situation where you want to fit in and you're being 
pressured in a certain way. Plus he has this added thing of like people associate him with karate. <laughs> so um, he has like almost like a, like a, a bastardized version of like what Sam goes through with like the little Russo name. So yeah, I mean, it's, it's, we, we love Anthony and we feel for him and Griffin's fantastic. And like, that's, I mean, I know like some people don't realize it's even the same actor from the beginning because he's changed so much and he's grown into such a, uh, a strong actor too, that you feel like you can give him, you know, those kind of things where, okay, this is a very layered situation where like we are feeling for Anthony, but he's also making bad choices and you have to make that satisfying, which, you know, we're fortunate we got to write episode eight, which, you know, you we were able to pay off some Anthony stuff later in the season as well that we kind of set up in episode two. So. You already kind of mentioned some of the names. Um, I want to start off with like the discussion about coming up with Lapuso. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, and then yeah. the, the characters of uh, Zach Marcus and Slade. I kind of picked up Zach is probably Zach Morris because of his name, Zach Attack, uh, his TikTok name. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, there were so many iterations of these bullies, and like, um, it, different iterations of Leah too. By the way, like, um, there there was discussion at one point, and you know, it's, it's always like, we'll tell you guys what we can that hopefully won't be we won't be using the future or spoiling or anything like that. But like, there was a time where it's like, okay, is is this Zach character, is it like Roland Zarkarian? You know, what? who is the kid that is like in Anthony's world that is influencing this? And then who is the um, the person in that Leah role didn't always have to be a Leah necessarily. It could have been just someone that was Kenny's first friend. Like, you know, yeah. I think what, what we found that really unlocked it all was making, you know, a bit of the triangle between Anthony and Leah and Kenny. Um, and yeah, I mean the names, like, and I know we're going to get asked about, about names for everything. Like I already know the cousin, the cousin nest thing is coming up when we get to episode eight, but, um, yeah, I mean it, Zach, I, I think the Zach Morris thing is probably the case there a lot, if you remember, but, I so. um, and then I remember Marcus was just the name. We we're like, we're like, Oh, Marcus. Oh, because yeah. he was a raider. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hard to remember, hard to remember all of it, but um, yeah. And obviously Leah is the, the yeah. little alley wink um, that, that uh, John, Josh and Hayden uh, came up with. It's somewhere along the lines here. Um, and the, the Lapuso thing was um, Bill Posley, who was uh, a new writer uh, for season four, uh, had that gem just in the room and we all loved it. And then we got into, I remember like a debate that was way too long of a, of a debate about like, well, do you say Lapuso or Lapuso? Because Lapuso is more for LaRusso. And we're like, yeah, but the, the, the puss part is like the more important. <laughs> so that was like a long discussion where like 20 minutes into it, you're like, this is weird that this is like our job. But, it's a pretty uh, awesome job. I mean, I, actually, that is such a perfect, like, bully name for LaRusso. I'm amazed that Johnny wasn't calling him that in 1984. I know. I know. It's this, we, didn't, we didn't have Bill Posley back then to have the foresight for what a great bill, bullying name. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, it's kind of perfect. And, like, I, I remember writing it for the first time or, like, putting it in the script. We're like, I hope we didn't, like, we don't, like, ruin griffin's life or like ralph's life with this <laughs> you know people yelling the pussy at them on the streets oh gosh <laughs> poor griffin well he's homeschooled anyway right so it'll be okay 
Yeah, um, he's a great kid. And by the way, I'll I'll just say um, just to tell you like what how great all those kids were, and like the the yes. Zach who like he he's so good at like wanting to be the, the kid that you want to the punch, but like those kids were all so sweet and and so smart, and they cared so much, and they wanted to be really great. And um, I remember just a, a strange thing that happens when you make a show like this is. Uh, when we were shooting the tournament for episode 10, you know, it was basically like we were in this high school for like a week or something for a long time. And everybody's there, like the whole cast is there for a lot of days. And there was just one point where I was just like, wanted to go out and make a call or get some air or something. I walked outside and uh, just on like the lawn out there was Dallas and Griffin just playing Frisbee with each other. <laughs> yeah. So it was like, this is, it's great. It's just like this friendships get created just because you, you, you cast someone and then you create a character and then suddenly like they're friends in real life. And one of, my, one of my favorite parts about the show is just how well the cast all mingles and gets along. So when we're shooting and filming and even when we're writing them, we're like, you know, we put them at odds, but they actually enjoy each other and they're great to work with. And they're really good kids. All of them. I, I, I can't even call them kids. Some of them anymore, but like, you know, yeah, just I, we people. still call them the kids. They're the karate babies. They're all pushing 30 now, but know. you know, well, Anthony and, and, yeah. and, uh, and uh, Griffin and Dallas were allowed to still, still call them kids for a little, for a little, there longer. you go. Yeah. At Griffin's Griffin's performance. Um, he gave Anthony just so much, just little side glances and little like facial expressions. And the thing that really blew me away with the promotional photography for this year was mm-hmm. looking at Griffin and then looking back at Ralph at 18 and yeah. how much they look alike. And then you look at, you know, Griffin four years ago and it's like, he looked nothing like Ralph then. How did they know I don't know. The big I think three are wizards. Like, That's it. The big three are wizards. They just, they just know. They I just, think the trick is you just assume that all Italians are going to look alike eventually. And so, oh, okay. <laughs> I'm Italian. So like, Hey, like you I, can I say I, that. I, I know I'm allowed. I, I, there are days where I could go in and stand in for Ralph. And I think if you looked at a certain angle, you might not know uh, who it was. So um, yeah, no, it's just, it's, it is kind of amazing that like, and you say the same thing, like Tanner and, and Billy and like a lot of different people you can look at and be like, wow, this is just, it's just really good casting for the most part. And, and the, our, our young crease and young silver and like all of those um, it's, it is, it's a testament to the casting and to, to John, Josh and Hayden who, you know, if they don't see it in the first round, they ask for more and we just like press until we get the right people for the right roles. So. One of the other um, kind of pairings of characters that was really unexpected. And I think a lot of people really enjoyed was, and, and the, there's a, a bit of a kind of a, I, I guess a, not a bookend, but we got Tori, uh, Tori being visited by Amanda at her workplace yeah. to have, Tori reciprocate that towards the end of the episode what was the discussion like about writing the dialogue for these two characters yeah it's interesting like we uh, dialogue tends not to be like the thing that we talk the most about really it's more like motivations and structure for the episode itself like Luana I don't know if you remember like I know the even the, the discussion of of Amanda going to Tori's work was always we had another scene. We had another scene built in there where she where after she went to her work, she felt bad. You know, remember, we had that other scene where she was going to go to the house. Yeah, there, yeah. that's where that built to to physically see that, you know, you know, yeah. there were those things. But the, I think the motivation, I mean, the motivation was just basically, you know, Amanda was really just feeling for her. 
You know, she realized, you know, you realize at that moment when somebody gets fired at their job and you're the reason that that person gets fired, like, oh, you're taking away somebody's livelihood. Like this is now she's involved in the karate war in a way she would never want to be involved, you know, at that point, at that point. So she tries to write that. Yeah. And there were um, just to add that there were like in that storyline specifically, there were a lot of different um, versions of, you know, at, at one point there were scenes like before Amanda went to the restaurant where, you know, and some of these may end up in deleted scenes. So, you know, hopefully you guys will get to see them, but, you know, a scene where ha- Sam has a conversation with Amanda and like coming out of that conversation, Amanda feels motivated to have a discussion with Tori. Um, and then there were ones where like Amanda went looking for Tori at the dojo or went looking for her at the apartment. And those things, this is always the process. Like those things end in different phases. Like I don't remember, you know, how many of those were scripted and, and all that. And, um, but you know, those, one of the, one of the things we were most excited about for this episode, for the season in general was, um, the storyline with Amanda and, and Tori too, because we knew they had a lot in common and we knew that Amanda would be seeing things in Tori that other characters wouldn't, wouldn't be seeing. And that would help you, um, get Tori, you know, to a more evolved place and, and have her start to see that, okay, maybe not everybody's out to get me. Um, which I think we say a version of that. And in, in one of the episodes is like, you know, if you ask for help, then you might be surprised. And, um, so yeah, I mean, it, it, it's there, it's also, you're dealing with two uh, incredible actresses. So you just know, you know, we shot that that sushi uh, scene where Tori gets fired very early in the season. I was going to say it's like one of the first scenes did, and you just knew that the season was going to be good right away because it's like, okay, that those two together are fantastic, and um, and and the, the John Dutch team were excited right off the bat because Soup Customer is like their favorite character, um, <laughs> because it's the guy who is like for, for everyone remembering He's a soup. The guy. Who's who's looking at his soup is on the counter and is asking Tori to bring him the soup. And we just all felt so connected to that character of like his food is like so close and he wants it. And there's karate stuff going on and he can't get to it because of the karate stuff. And it's just like one of those things that we have a lot of fun with. So. So um, speaking about, you know, Amanda and different places that you had her go and, and motivation being like one of your main conversations. Did Amanda not realize until she walked into that sushi restaurant that Tori is not the spoiled rich Encino brat like so many of these kids are? Yeah, I think she she doesn't she doesn't have the full picture. That's for sure. Um, oh, so the priest helps with the full picture. That's yeah, you know, he lands that for her. Yeah. Right. And it's it. That's kind of the thing is like, you know, Amanda. Amanda has a certain view of, of Tori, like in, in her mind, it's this girl who started shit with my daughter and, you know, feels, you know, for whatever reason, uh, entitled enough to, to, to do that, uh, and act that way. And, and, you know, you know, Amanda was the person and Sam tells her, this is like one of the people who's most motivated to get Tori in trouble and to take her down. And, um, I think she had blinders on really is, is kind of the answer to it is like, she, there's just like a white hot rage of like your kid is, is being attacked by somebody. And, and the idea that, um, you know, that they would have a, a story so close to your story is just not something that she was, she was prepared to see exactly. So. Um, to kind of add to like crease, uh, kind of helping her with the full picture. I, I, I got to start with this first before we get more into the scene. 
you probably saw this all over Twitter, you know, social media. What, what's Hayden. with the Honeycrisp apples? It's, Hayden started that. So that's like, that to us is just like a, um, I, I don't remember the the exact like origin of like wh- when the apple got involved in a lot of stuff, but I know that's like Hayden territory of like the, just gives the apple like a good bite and just like, you feel like the, the evil of it. And he turns is like, yeah, sweet. Remember, and like, oh, remember, that was like, a Marty. That was a Mar- like Marty just did it on his own. He took a bite and he just went, we didn't script that line. He's like, sweet. I don't like, that was just, that was all Marty. Um, but yeah, Hayden just wanted to, you know, <laughs> one, I guess. Uh, <laughs> You know, I, I came up with hated adigans. You know, it, it's just, mm-hmm. just hated up, up to his usual. That's, <laughs> by the way, they are great apples, Honeycrisp. I just I know. Yes, I actually, it's a you know. Yeah. Like, Speaking of hated adigans, a little later on, uh, he and Josh, um, they like put out for questions through the official Twitter, and some of us, mm-hmm. um. Like I asked him if he was really Terry's secret son, you know, just joking around, not thinking anything was going to come of it. And then lo and behold, he answers me with you guys' note cards hanging on the wall behind him. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't. Oh, yeah, that's right there. So there was something where like they were answering questions and they had our like our note cards for two back there. Yeah, um, I don't know. We never, I don't know why what the uh, explanation was behind that. I think they they um wanted there to be some easter eggy stuff going on and i don't know i don't remember if all of them were real there may have been actually like cards up there that were not in the final episode and things too but yeah that you know i remember uh having that that stuff carded out and and seeing something about like they had that in there and like i remember seeing um i don't know watch party or somebody yep. like like really like zooming in and looking at things and of us knowing all the words and me being like well that's my terrible handwriting or like that's michael's handwriting or like wait, whatever it was that you're like well that's why you can't tell that says uh whatever whatever it was but i mean you, as he didn't you guys always are able to figure out more than more than we expect okay, that so. was that was my video that was my response that watch party took um mm-hmm. and if you think your your handwriting is terrible then i really feel really good for deciphering word for word daniel reminds johnny that mr miyagi was a badass and saved his life pretty pretty damn good yeah yes pretty damn good um yeah it's all it's all in there and uh you guys get a look at like the kernels of how these scenes like that's all it starts as is just like we write we oh, write that yeah. and then um eventually it goes into an outline and it becomes what you what you end up seeing but that's really all starts with like those little cards you know, michael's whatever. our card keeper he's the he's the yeah. master of the card key like michael's very much in charge of the cards and controls that's his that's his baby <laughs> the cards he's yeah. traveled with the cards we've taken the cards from, from la to atlanta specifically you know that's it's like a guy running film back in the day <laughs> well that's why he's organizing his photos on the flight home and you're drinking bourbon <laughs> yes that is true. right yeah yeah we had actually a bourbon drinker um i don't know if this video will ever get out into the world or not um and it's probably not ours to share but like we uh we did a, a birthday video for ralph um yeah birthday last season, this this past season and our the bit in our video and it was um us and, and bob dearden and michael was we just we shot it from the writer's room and just played it totally straight of like happy birthday where you know we we love you ralph all that stuff but behind us are fake cards that we put up saying like 
you know, um, uh, Terry Silver gets the Medal of Honor and like Daniel like overcooks the chicken cacciatore and things like that. So yeah, it becomes uh, a ranger. What is it? Daniel becomes a ranger fan or you know, yeah, yeah. Or, or yeah, like a Bruins fan or something. So yeah, I mean, like uh, we, we always have fun with our cards and the actors always try to sneak in and see them, especially a problem in season four because our writer's room had to carry over to uh, Atlanta because it was everything was happening so fast that we had to do more writing in Atlanta this year than we had in the past, which meant like our writer's room and all our cards are up. So you see like Tanner like coming past and he just like wants to read everything on the board. Tanner and, and Jacob. Like, push him away. Yeah. Tanner and Jacob, the worst offenders of sneaking into the writer's room. <laughs> they are. Cards. <laughs> so also in your guys' episode uh, is, is where, you know, we, we get the kind of the, the start of each sensei training the other their own techniques. Uh, Brianna just mentioned the, the line about Daniel reminding Johnny was a badass and Johnny snaps and, and it really takes it seriously. And can you guys talk about like the, the, the training sequences? Like, was that like a uh, team discussion or was that you guys, cause it was you guys' episode? It's, it's always a team discussion in terms of like breaking out what the episodes look like. And um, I, I mean, we all knew that this was going to be a banner episode for the fandom because it's like, okay, Johnny doing wax on wax off and with the car and, and Daniel telling him about, you know, shrimp post sensei and, and uh, like all of those great things. And then the, the fun thing you really haven't seen, which is like Johnny's gets to do his version of all that too with Daniel. Um, so we just knew those were going to be a blast. So we just put in as much, as much fun um, as we could. And, you know, I, I, I looked back at like our first writer's drafts and um, there are, you know, surprisingly the, the scene where Johnny like falls off the balance board and he's like, I'm never going to use any of this in a real fight. All that stuff is, was pretty close to how we had it, you know, originally. And it's like him, him say you couldn't help Mr. Miyagi with his English and, and that stuff. So uh, a mix of, of, uh, of us putting ourselves in, in that and what we want to hear them say. And the writer, room coming up with like a lot of awesome ideas for for training and and getting to throw those guys into each other's worlds so i mean no be there is also like a really it's it's a commonly quoted line uh you know post-season four no be there like everyone's talking about that right now yeah that one we see we're seeing a lot of like as getting a lot of love um you know is one of the, the big moments of the season and uh i think actually the thing that 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 makes it um, so memorable. It's like a random thing that we put in because we're like both like kind of Philly guys. Like I grew up outside of Philly and Luama Temple is like, he should be eating like a, a delicious, like soft pretzel when he comes out of there. <laughs> so did you see you know, Johnny coming all the way from like the snack bar and eating the soft pretzel and like punctuating it, you know, that, that line that um, this is always good when you get to set up uh, like it, you set up a line where people are talking about it because it's a line where it's like, you, sh you kind of should have seen it coming, you know, mm -hmm. that like he's, he's going to say that because we set it up so much, but, um, but you somehow you don't. And uh, that's some, always the most like satisfying moments are, are that way. So. I always thought that the line that was going to kind of do what this line's doing was the um, fruit in your beer figures. You know, I like, I always thought that the, like the shot at blue moon was going to be the. What? <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. You, know, you never know exactly what's going to be know, yeah. takes off, but um, yeah, and it's also you know that line. The, the reason that line lands so well is because the hockey fight is is so great too. Is like you're so invested in that moment, and Ralph is just so great. And I know I, the, Brianna, I think you said like 
you can't even find like the stunt double in that fight because, and Ralph like, did every single move in there. There wasn't a thing where it's like, okay, put somebody else in to do this specific thing. He did every a version of, of everything that's in that fight. Is, is Mark still his double this season or, or season four? Um, yeah, I think, uh, for the most part, like the team was for seasons four and five have been kind of together and it's, yeah, it's, we've, we've had a pretty good group and, and Jesse has been a, a great Billy double. So he did some of the, the things on the balance board, but of course, Billy did the, the fall himself, which, uh, you know, probably he wasn't supposed to, I'm supposed to. but he can, sometimes you can't always talk him out of it, but at everything, I know everything like that's the, that and it ends up in the episode, of course. Um, so yeah, it's more than ever. And you guys, I'm sure we'll end up talking about it with like episode five specifically where like where Johnny and Daniel have their fight, like incredible what these guys are, are doing. So well, one little bitty follow up before I ask my next question, which is the real one, but okay. You said Billy wasn't supposed to do that fall himself, but somebody was standing over there with their finger on that button for that balance board to kick it sideways, to throw him off. Yeah, I'm, I will put it this way. The first time he did it, he definitely wasn't supposed to. <laughs> okay. And then, and then when they were like on board with like, so I, yeah, and the balance board, like, um, they're the way they work. It is like, there's control to it, but I do think they also have like a, an unlock to it, um, that they can do. I'm, I'm trying to remember cause it's, it all blurs together, but, um, yeah, there's like a, a tilt that happens that they kind of do, you know, themselves and they, and they knock it, uh, then knock it off. But, um, yeah, so the, the balance board days are always interesting days. Cause there's a lot of moving parts, uh, literally with that. Like, yeah. And the water, you know, you gotta heat the water and then the rock it's yeah. You know, the fish there's, yeah, it's a little, you, to be, he, you know, the, one of the leads isn't supposed to go head first off the diving board into, <laughs> in January. <laughs> in January. But- it, it happens. But yeah, it happens. They're committed. So the, the fruit in your beer line, you said that you thought that more people would pick up on that. Um, I, I can definitely sit here as a representative of that particular part of fandom and say that all the lover boys and boyfriends and all of that stuff that we got. It is much appreciated, as is the fact that you did not have either one of them angry about it. Thank you so much Uh for that. Yeah. I mean, this is the big season where like you like you get the the Daniel Johnny fight and you get to play out their their butting heads and the the styles like clashing and you know, Daniel having this thing of like, it's the wrong style and, and Johnny feeling like you can't, you approach fights this way. Cause you're, you're, you're not going to win a tournament doing Miyagi. Like all of that stuff kind of has to play out in this. And, you know, um, but, but there's a more evolved version of all of it too. So, you know, the, the deeper we get in the series, the, the closer in some ways that, Daniel and Johnny get, and they'll always have their differences, but you know, it's, it's nice when you find the, the moments between them and, and, you know, the montages that you, you asked about, like, you know, Daniel in Johnny's world at the, uh, the Eagle Fang warehouse, you know, you feel like Johnny's rooting for him and he wants him to like be a badass and like unlock all of that stuff. And he calls him baby. I never in a million years (laughs) imagined Johnny would call Daniel baby. Well, I don't know. Uh, anything, anything can happen. This, this with this show at this point. It's amazing. Was that your real? Was that your real question, Brianna? That was the real question. Yes, to thank you for not having them get angry at people for for assuming they are a couple. They just roll with it. 
<laughs> so we were just talking about like the uh, the hockey scene. Could you talk about like the writing the dialogue uh, with those two yeah. plus uh, the hammer, ham the hammer? Yeah, I even grabbed our, our hockey jerseys. So yeah, there it is. Is, is that the making bacon? Can you show that to us? Yeah, see here's we got it. Ah, mine's bacon. in my closet. I left mine's in the nah, can Yeah, we got yeah, this is the the, the puck hog. So um sorry, we can get a good look at it. But uh that yeah. is definitely the making bacon pig, yes. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I, I can't speak to that. I can I can say I can say that you guys know at this point there's not that many things that happen on our show by accident, uh, especially things that you know are. Yeah. It's it's is it possible that that's a, that the hockey team that you don't even see really in the episode you have like is somehow a callback to something like that? That seems really extreme. We would have to be crazy to to do that. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. Brown, in the other seeds you wanted to ask about because um, uh, all I have left is the uh, Tori visiting Amanda. Oh, God. I mean, I could go on and on and on about this. I mean, seriously, because um, um, let's see. Um, I was disappointed in one thing, and I know that you guys can't comment on it because it may or may not happen at some point in the future. I very badly, when Johnny started doing the wheel technique, wanted Daniel on the other side of that platform with him. (laughs) Yeah, you can't speak to that. I mean, a lot of uh, a lot of different things were discussed, um, but, you know, there's there's so much that you get uh, in that episode in those montages where, Oh yeah. Listen, we're, you're going to make everybody's head explode. If you, if you do too much, like, Hey, I don't know, Johnny hitting the nail perfectly, which by the way, credit to Billy for getting that one. Uh, and that didn't, didn't take that many takes. Um, and so. also Ralph doing pushups on his knuckles yes. on that car. That was, that's, that hurts. That, oh, that was that part of the board that he was real. Ralph was really, you know, his hands hurt. That <laughs> is one question. Were those baseballs flying at his face real? Tell me they were CGI, please. So um, the answer is in the middle, which is they yeah. were real balls, but they were not real, like hard baseballs. They were uh, replicas that you could punch away, you know? And, and Okay. I love, I love that scene. I, I, I love it. Yeah. Baseball. So, no less impressive. He is punching baseballs out of midair. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. No, there's not like, we didn't like, okay, just punch Ralph and we'll put in things in post. No, we were shooting, we were shooting balls at him and he was punching them. Uh, and, uh, it it was happening. It was, he was hitting them as you saw in the episode. There's, there's uh, plenty of good hits too, that didn't even make the cut. So he did it enough where it wasn't like, we weren't waiting for like 15 minutes for him to hit one. It was happening, you know, multiple times in a row sometimes. So, was, um, yeah. There's one piece of dialogue where he goes, what do you say? He says, sink your fangs into those balls. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Did that yeah. make it into the episode? That, that makes it in barely. Yeah, but it, you can hear it like they, yeah. It was hilarious. Yeah, so it was a fun. Those were a lot of fun uh, to shoot all those those sequences and the the hockey stuff in general. Like I'm, you know, it kind of started in a place where like the you knew the shape of the episode and you knew that you wanted to like have Johnny do some Eagle Fang esque thing. And that actually sort of started more of like a Johnny picks a fight with somebody. You know, is it at a bar? Is it wherever? And then just like. I mean, I'm, I, I play on a hockey team and it's just like one of those things where it like felt natural to me that like, that's the kind of place that 
Johnny might go um, and have his reasons, like have, have a lesson there and knows that he can piss like those kinds of guys off. And um, so it all, and, and helps that, you know, Ralph's a big oh. hockey fan. So um, it was when, when we had the idea to, to do it, you know, uh, set around a hockey game, I think it was, you know, pretty, a pretty easy sell uh, for a few different reasons. So. Right. And, and probably the only other thing that I want to say is that um, I thought Hayden was fucking with me when I asked jokingly what LaRusso fans were getting this season. And he said, food sharing. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yet the, the, they share beers, they 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 share food. All, all these different things happen. Um, Johnny rips his ham sandwich in half and shares it with him. Yep. I mean, it's just like it's like perfect. It's everything we've ever wanted, but so much more. Yeah, and I credit to I think Michael is uh, episode three stuff of that that opening montage. You get a lot of really good stuff with them. We're like. I actually hesitate to even throw this into the fandom, but um, I'm going to do it anyway. Like the uh, the opening of 403 where, um, you know, everybody's walking out after the big day and they're going to the cars and um, Sam and Miguel kiss and then Johnny Miguel or and then Johnny and Daniel fist bump. It's like you see Sam and Miguel kiss right before them and they're coming up in the same formation just for a second. Your, yep. your brain goes like, oh, everybody just there's going to be like pairings where. <laughs> <laughs> so Brianna, if you didn't, if you didn't do that naturally in your head, I'm surprised. Oh no, I absolutely did. I was like, Perfect. Oh my God, that was shot on purpose. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. To Marielle for that one. That's a, <laughs> yeah. Marielle did, uh, did, did great on four. It's it, like just everything about this season and, and four two is we're just really proud of, of this episode and, um, got to do, again, going back to even the Kenny stuff and it's like some, some completely different things. And then some things that you just, you knew the fans were going to flip for. Um, so it was fun to be able to do both in the same episode. So, um, you know, if, uh, if people didn't like one or the other, they got some, you know, um, some joy on the, on the other sides, but I think everything we're seeing is like, yeah. people love Kenny as much as we do and, um, are, are, you know, enjoying the, the new world that you get to step into with, uh, with those kids. So, yeah. and the fence yeah. and the fence scene and him getting chased and there's a bike in the dumpster, like all, all right. the eggs everywhere. So the fence chasing, it's funny that also, I mean, it's obviously a throwback to karate kid, but it's also mm-hmm. a little bit of a throwback to the outsiders with, uh, you know, with, uh, yeah. Ralph and pony, you know, pony boy being chased with, um, Johnny and kind of, there's a bit of a scene where they're running in this little fog out there and the kids being chased too. So, yeah. And it was always the fun of like um, this time, like Kenny just jumps over the fence easily. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he gets he he gets to uh, to jump over it in a way that like they, they caught up to Daniel a little too quick uh, for him to be able to. And right, and his bullies um, just go find a hole to chase him through rather than jumping it themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. They uh they they get a little a little cheat code. So, but yeah, I mean, it helps. Like it, it was also a good way to display like what Kenny can do athletically um, in his running and all that stuff. So it's a good, good setup for other things you're going to see. And then, you know, obviously like the, the reveal at the end of the episode with, uh, with Sean too. So. Oh, that's right. Uh, so the, uh, I, I think we can get ready to wrap up with, with just the, the last sequence with Tori visiting um, Amanda. Now, are, are we to believe like after Amanda's encounter with Kreese, is she buying groceries then and dropping it off to Tori's apartment afterwards? Yeah, I think we, you know, uh, I don't, 
I would have to look back at like what our timeline thinking was, but I think, yeah, after the interaction with Kreese, it's like she either got more in the moment or when she got home sort of realized that like his words were kind of sticking with her of like, not all kids are as lucky as yours. And like, she has more she has than to she, buy the she has to buy the groceries. She has to take care of, you know, kind of, you know, Kreese lists all the things that Tori does. Yeah. That, you so, know, kids don't have to do. Yeah, I think that that feeling that like whether Amanda either made another trip and or after or, or anything like it's really just about like that, that, you know, that's stuck in her crawl of what what Chris said. And adding to that, the fact that like, you know, Amanda has a genuine reason to be concerned that like, you know, because Tori's situation has been disrupted by her getting fired that, you know, maybe, maybe she genuinely does need this. And it's, you know, kind of the, the least she can do to sort of try to help bridge the gap. And it's, it's all coming from a place of, of guilt at that point. Um, and it, it takes obviously a lot, a lot more to happen with their relationship to get them out of it. Cause really like that is like an extreme low moment between the two of them is basically like Amanda kind of feeling like, she's actually made things worse uh, for herself and for Sam and for the, the situation in general. So. Yeah, I, I did like um, poor, poor Anoush. And yeah. should I start wearing protective equipment to work? Did I just step in a karate thing again? Yeah. Um, yeah but I, I really appreciated also hearing Tori. Yeah. We, you know, we've seen her uh, be the, the, not really innocent, but much sweeter girl that she was when she first came in season two and, and all through the getting, you know, as hard nosed as she did in season three. And now for her, what it all boils down to is I feed my family, bitch. Like I I don't need anybody else to do this for me. And just that one line, I think made me like her so much more. I, I always thought she was redeemable because she's just a kid, mm-hmm. but I absolutely understand that mindset too. Yeah. And that, that's the kind of thing that carries forward too. like, you know, that, that kind of comes to a head when her aunt Candace visits her. Right. And is sort of threatening to, to move in on all of Tori's, like the, the way Tori has things worked out and like Tori's always sort of hang by a thread in terms of like being able to manage everything that's on her plate. Um, so the mm-hmm. aunt coming in and sort of threatening, you know, to cut them off from, uh, from the money and all of this other stuff is like kind of the thing that jars her to go back to Amanda, um, you know, after uh, the, another confrontation with Sam. So, you know, we were always looking for ways to like be setting up those kinds of things that, um, you know, you, you feel the pressure more on Tori uh, as a result of this episode. And you feel, pressure on amanda to try to you know she kind of she'll say it later but she she says like she doesn't want the rivalry to dominate you know sam's life anymore so that's part of where she's coming at it from and then when she sees a little more in tori then it becomes about the both of them so okay well that's that's all i have um obviously i I can't wait for you guys to come back to talk about episode uh 408 uh party time Uh, brianna any any last things before we uh, let these guys go my husband's favorite episode of the entire series and mm, pretty close to mine. <laughs> pretty you. close. That's, yeah. Okay. yeah. I appreciate that. Thank I, you. That's, I, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you what, I mean, I, I already kind of told you guys earlier, like which episodes were, were my favorites and, but, but there's just so many things about um, uh, 402 that, that everybody is talking about, you know, the, mm-hmm. whether it's, it, it's a quote or a sequence, you know, so uh, 402 is definitely uh, 
uh, is up to for a lot of people. And again, like every episode is just so great. Uh, like, like I, I think 408 really stands out to me because like I, I felt seen as a dad because of like how Daniel is. <laughs> yeah. You know, so yeah. I'm like, okay, uh, so it's not just me. <laughs> all right. We're, yeah. Hey, the 408's one that, that is getting talked about uh, a good amount too. There's a particular uh, Miguel and Johnny scene that uh, gets a lot of traction. So. Oh, no. Uh, yep. Yeah, you're going to have to, everybody off to, uh, to listen in to, to talk about that one. Um, but, uh, yeah, I mean, this, this is a, this one is close to our hearts. We get lots of little low level things of like the joy of, um, major pain, uh, which you mentioned Peter of like, uh, their, their dad is, uh, their dad is a major. major. Yes. <laughs> Does he break their finger to take their mind off of it, though? That's the important question. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's, it's possible. And uh, so he's uh, from from those things at that level um, to like the the much more, um, you know, Kenny in a dumpster crying level stuff. So it felt like we got to to flex a lot of different muscles on this episode. And um, yeah, it's 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 a good one. So thank you for uh, letting us uh you know, wax poetic, so to speak, about it all. Oh, for sure. I mean, we've been chopping out a bit to to get everybody back that we've spoken to with before this. I mean, obviously, Bill Posley at that at some point. You know, like uh, I, I don't know if you guys. I, I think Luan liked my my post, uh, so I know at least he saw it. But I did like the non spoiler review before the release of season four, and I was just like, yeah, the one word to describe this season four is growth like the, the the writers like brought their a game all the actors were acting their asses off just everything about season four was so good the big three assembled just the, like a great staff and you know they're you know they're leading us and they're kind of sitting you know setting the table for us to kind of play on so and it's you know they're it's just it, it's the it's the best case scenario we have a great te- great team of writers that we were, were you know fortunate to work with sports staff and then the cast and the crew like it's just Honestly, it's just, it's the perfect situation to make this kind of show that everybody's, you know, enjoying, thankfully. It's yep. yeah. season five. We can already tell you. Is I know. Fantastic, so <laughs> yeah. don't start already. No, 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 I know. no, no. I'm sorry. I'm I just have to great. tell you, like, it's, it's not like, uh, it's not like it ends here. So um, excited to have even more uh, in store. And we'll try to help you guys bridge the gap. However we can, we'll keep like, posting pictures or whatever else <laughs> if anyone is if anyone needs uh if, if there are like requests for uh behind the scenes pictures that luan i may or may not have from any of these episodes um you know give us a shout joe awesome. yeah joe has them all organized like alphabetically by date taken <laughs> and yeah. yeah pretty much yeah it, it's all over twitter for those that are tuning in that want to check that out all, definitely all over twitter um yeah I, i've been enjoying them for sure all right, so we won't close now. out, um, you know, like the, the regular way. Um, but, you know, we're, we're all over ter- Twitter. We'll definitely include your guys' uh, contact information if uh, anybody wants to um, follow you guys. So uh, for me, for Joe Lamont, thanks again for joining the show. And uh, thanks to all you guys for tuning in. And we'll catch you guys next time. Haven't you done enough, princess?